spooky season. <laughs> uh, are you excited? Here's my first and only question of the evening. When is season four going to end? The way you just lied to everyone here. That it's going to end? Well, that it's in your only question. Um, oh. <laughs> but also, season four is giving uh, fucking, what is it, All-Star 7. Never ending. Bring them back. Yes, bring back every girl. Tuck Everlasting, you have the chance to come back <laughs> in the booth and <laughs> Oh my god. Please. We're trying. We're trying. I do have a, I have a plan. Will the plan be executed? Or will I be executed? Who's to say? This firing squad we've brought in today. <laughs> One of them has a bullet. <laughs> If I'm lucky, all of them. <laughs> anyway, I'm fine. Rachel says I'm okay. So... <laughs> so... This is... Let me just put an emergency call into Rachel real quick. You unzip your face. Yeah. All right. Now, please slate. And, so, and it's, spooky, it's spooky season. We're back to... We're spook- well, by the time this comes out, it will be October of 2023. Because we've been real bad about... Yes, yes. Yeah, we've been real bad about episodes. But it is spooky season. We're back with another four spooky-esque mm-hmm. shows to talk about. Karina's back next week. We're very excited. I told her I hadn't seen a show that is a musical, and she freaked out. So we're doing that next week. So, um... I know you told me, and I am too lazy to go... Yeah. The... The opera. Yeah, I've never seen it. How no, have you never seen it? Not all the way through. I've seen s- certain scenes of it, but I've never seen you, it all the way through. Was that not on my list? I don't think so. Oh, I failed you. Uh, I, I watch it once a year. Uh, Bless. Blind Magazine. Anyway. Yes. Uh, what? Strike that. You didn't hear that. Um, you don't know what musical it is. Uh, Fuck you. We teach you about musical. Yeah, you don't yeah, teach us yeah. about musical. I barely teach y'all anything. I teach y'all to get help because I don't want to be like me. Uh, we uh, lead by example. Um, so, uh, hi everyone. This is BJ, uh, your co-host for Spooky Episode One, um, but it's Episode Seventy Nine. Nice. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah? Okay. Much like uh, me in the theater industry, it doesn't work. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, today's show is the, uh, acclaimed, almost said acclaimed, um, show, Phantom of the Opera. Uh, me and BJ. <laughs> me and BJ hate this show. I hate this show. I hate Phantom. But we're gonna give it the old college try. Now. <laughs> Do you mean we're gonna try to sing the high note at 3 a.m.? Try. I do. Okay, so clink. Clink. Those were... Hello. BJ, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, liquid death, so mineral water. (laughs) (laughs) It's just rocks with spring water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mineral. Uh, I've stolen something of Karina's called K-Man Jack. Not cave. Mm -hmm. K-Man. K-Man. K-Man Jack. (laughs) Come on, public K-Man! Okay, man. Anyway, we're doing Phantom of the Opera. Good Lord, 
I'm gonna get so many things wrong. And Leah, yes. I apologize in advance. So I know she's a big fan of yeah. this. If you love Phantom, I'm happy for you. But uh, if you love Phantom, this episode ain't it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> bear with us. There might be like I will say there are songs I do like in Phantom. Oh yeah, but I hate this show. Yeah, I'm on Team Patty for this one. Team Patty. Yeah, Patty Lapone doesn't like Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yes. She thinks... I, sorry, I fully thought you meant that a character she in the show was in the show, and I was like, "Now wait, what of a what? <laughs> what kind of? If she's not the Phantom, I don't want it." Okay, you yes. already corrected me with what I'm about to say <laughs> because that is a better idea than what I had. But what if the goop of the Broadway century is that on the final performance, Patty is in it? But I was going to say as uh, Madame... Jury? Yeah. Because right now that's all she could... She needs to be She needs to be a phantom. Could you imagine? She, but she actually drops the chandelier. Like, she breaks yeah, the yeah, prop and drops... Because someone's texting <laughs> in the audience. Uh, and so she fully just jumps on the chandelier and brings it down. Please. She's see ya. Um, <laughs> and right before she jumps, she goes, see ya later. It's... Horrible joke. Anyway, The Phantom of the Opera is a musical with music by Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> Lyrics by Charles Hart and a libretto by Lloyd Webber and Richard Stilgo. Per. It is based on the 1910 French novel of the same name by Gaston Leroux. And it's about the Phantom of <laughs> the Opera. It's about... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> what gave it away? We were trying to hide it for so long. Okay, wait. This was in the West End first? Y'all, we're both finding stuff out at the same time. So It's, it's a British musical. I didn't know that. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. The, the math is finally about to math, y'all. <laughs> for the first time on the show. <laughs> so... It opened in the West End in 1986 and on Broadway in 1988. Directed by Harold Prince. Okay. And starring Sarah Brightman, who was married to Andrew Lloyd Webber Correct. at the time. I don't agree with Sarah Brightman. Why? I don't like the timbre of her voice in this. I love Sarah Brightman. I love her. I think she would have been a really cool Carlotta. Interesting. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then Michael Crawford as yeah. the Phantom. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. And there was a movie in 2004, and we're not really going to talk about it, but it was awful. The only redeeming factor of that entire movie was Mini Driver. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. So fucking good. She ate. And she no was, crumbs. And she was also the only person who didn't really sing in the movie. Correct. Which, I hate that, because... Well, who was... Who was... Oh, God. Who was the Phantom in that movie? Uh, uh, Gerard Butler. Well, he also doesn't sing, so... <laughs> I stand yes. by what I said. Okay. Um, yes? Well, sit, really. I'm not standing. But... I never am. You don't pay me enough. Um, I don't pay you at all. I'm, and that's why I'm sitting. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and that's why I'm laying. <laughs> I don't pay myself enough. And that's why I haven't been doing episodes. Oh, my Lord. It's been a legal battle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
lot of paperwork. Uh, I told Rachel the other day that bureaucracy in my room moves very slowly, and she goes, I can see that. <laughs> Shade. She, dr she drugged me the other day. It was so great. She, we were talking about, I have this, hi y'all, we're talking about therapy now. We, I have this um, uh, dry erase calendar in my room. It's still on June. Um, so, I just really love that scene from Doubt. And so, um, it's only till June. And I, I was looking at it the other day and she goes, I know that look, you're looking at the whiteboard. And I said, yeah, but I don't use it. And she goes, yeah, because every time you've ever used it in the past, it's been with another person and their schedule. Uh, mama, mama, <laughs> if I ever met Rachel in person, I'd let her hit me. I've done enough to her to warrant it. Yeah. Contacted her, started paying her for help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it is the longest running show in Broadway history. It celebrated its 10,000th Broadway performance on February 11th, 2012. Yay. That was 10 years ago. The first production to ever do that. It's not that good. It's... Well, it's because it's a spectacle. Mama. And guess what? The spectacle's getting them closed. Take that, ass bag. Anyway. <laughs> it's, just, it's the second longest running West End musical after Les Mis. And the third longest running West End show overall after The Mousetrap. Which I want to go see one day. The Mousetrap. Yeah. But not the Nathan Lane movie, Mousetrap, which I got confused about. It is not the same. Right. Yes. But I was I like, a show about the mouse is the longest running show. I do also love the movie with Nathan Lane, Mousetrap. I think I've only watched it once. It's hilarious. Okay. I believe you. Stuart Little was not a mouse, canonically in the book. So with a... Okay. So, it has a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Six million. Yeah. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. And a billion. And a total Broadway gross yes. of a billion. Yes. It is the... It was the most financially successful entertainment event until The Lion King. Take that. I mean, The Lion King is fairly fucking spectacular. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. And, okay, so I learned this the other day. Broadway theaters... Shows rent out the theaters. Correct. Disney shows, Disney owns those theaters. Yes. So they're not paying themselves rent. Uh-huh. So, of course, like... More money. Yeah. More money. More problems. Honey? Okay. In... But I would gladly take those problems on. Please give me more money. <laughs> Please. Okay. It is closing. Okay, so we're doing this because spooky season. But also... Yes. So much phantom drama is happening now because it's closing. Mm. What? Good riddance. Bye. You know nobody has seen that proscenium arch in 32 years? Nobody knows what this proscenium arch is. Am I saying that right? Arc? Arch. Proscenium. The yes. proscenium? Yes. Nobody has seen it. Yeah. We're, we're younger. I'm younger. You're younger than the Phantom of the Opera, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Bitch. <laughs> But all I'm saying is, like... I think my sister... No, Ashton's one year older. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's two years older than me. But, like, you don't... You will have never have seen the proscenium of that real theater. Because it's a fake proscenium. Correct. So you've never seen it? No. You've also never seen Phantom of the Opera. 
<laughs> so, I don't like it. So, I'm just saying, once that set comes down. Yeah, it'll be weird. It'll yeah. Be, it'll be, do you think it'll be discolored? No, I think it'll be brighter than the rest of the theater. Oh, discolored in that way. Yes. Okay, gotcha. like, that's also <laughs> discoloring, but sure. I thought you meant, like, faded and jaded. Like us. Like, I was like, <laughs> who's who? Get in the comments. Um. <laughs> I'm faded. It's just a picture of me. Because I'm not the person I used to be. Mama. And I break out into song. <laughs> so, um, 48 afters. Nope. 48 hours after they announced that the show was closing. People cried. And then the sales for the tickets. Out the roof. Out the wazoo. Yeah. I thought it was really weird. And they, they mentioned that. And I saw this trend in a lot of other shows that unless it was a recent show when the pandemic hit and Broadway closed down, unless it was a recent show and people hadn't really got the chance to see it, people weren't really going to the quote-unquote old shows. Once they opened back up, it's like, well, we want new Broadway, we want new theater. And so shows like... Like, the the stand-in show, or, like, the, the standard shows, like, they saw a dip in their ticket sales. And that's what the Phantom of the Opera, like kind of said was going to, ha- like, that's what they um, gave us, like, the reason for the close. It's like, we never really recouped yeah. from the pandemic. Now, theories. Here's the theory. So it closed in the West End. When the pandemic happened, it was like, we're closing the West End. That just happened. And when they announced it, some fucking article just said, Phantom of the Opera is closing. And I was like, oh my god, it's closing on Broadway, because I hadn't until I opened the article, it yeah. didn't say West End. Uh, but um, it closed on the West End, and then it reopened as a scaled-down production. So here's the theory around the Broadway world right now. As that Phantom closes, Cinderella comes into that theater. The Andrew Lloyd Webber Cinderella that's already been announced for Broadway. Mm-hmm. It comes. It plays for like a year. While they revamp Phantom to reopen as a scaled down production, Phantom's not going anywhere. Phantom's coming back. Phantom needs to take a nap. Phantom is like the <laughs> X Men franchise. Like it starts out great, uh-huh. and then you just you need a nap. You're tired. You need a nap. It's <laughs> yes. like, well, let's wait ten years. Let's wait ten years. Let's let's wait ten years and get Tony eligibility again. Yes. Let's sweep the Tonys again. I don't think it's wet, but we'll figure it out in a second when I scroll down to awards. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, I was going to say about it reopening. It's tired. It needs to take a nap. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody tweeted the other day. <laughs> they said, when Phantom closed, good luck getting them out. Like, that's the whole point of the show. <laughs> I was, mean, yeah. It is crazy and there's a sequel this has been going on so long no, there is a we sequel won't. i refuse to talk about love never dies it's well a horrible horrible thing yes well i don't know what to tell you um okay so here we go we're at the tonys okay tony nominations mm. best book of a musical and best original score now, this is 1988 that these Tonys are happening. This is also the same year 
as Into the Woods, mm-hmm. which is right across the street from the Majestic Theater. Yes, it is. Which is where Into the Woods is right this very second, is back across the street. Theater is healing. Phantom is dying. Love never dies. The music of the night. Anyway, none of these jokes work. They're just <laughs> titles in the, in the show. So You're actively looking at mental illness. Um... How y'all, how y'all strive to work. So, um, okay. Okay. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Best scenic design. These are wins. These are Tony wins. Yeah. It did sweep the Tonys. I'm, I'm now saying that. Best scenic design. And best costume design. By Maria Bjornsson. Go ahead, mama. Purr. Purr. Fuck off. I said it. Best lighting design. By Andrew Bridge. Oh, Best Choreography was also just a nomination. Not just a nomination. A Tony nomination. You got Tony nominated for your choreography. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jillian Lynn. Good for you. (laughs) Or Gillian. I'm going with Jillian, though. It's probably Jillian. (laughs) They're the one person from the Broadway world that listens to this show. It's fucking Gillian. (laughs) Anyway. um, It did win Best Direction of a Musical. Best performance by a featured actress in a musical for Judy Kay, who played Carlotta. Love her. Mm-hmm. Best performance by a leading actor for Michael Crawford for The Phantom. And then best musical. It beat out uh, um, Into the Woods. Yep. Which is wild. Which would you have picked? Into the Woods. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I don't think there's a single Andrew Lloyd Webber musical I enjoy. Except maybe Starlight Express, but that's just because it's so absurd. That School I of Rock. I can't. <laughs> Can you believe that he was the one who you made... just attacked me? Okay. Why? Because Alex Brightman. You don't like School of Rock. I like the movie. Yeah. No, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So here's the <laughs> cast. <clears throat> All right. So. The Phantom. Mm. We're doing original Broadway cast. Yeah, yeah. Because it has been 36 years. 32 yeah. years? 30-ish years for The Phantom. 34. Who hasn't been in The Phantom? I was the staircase once. For Masquerade. Anyway. The Phantom was played by Michael Crawford. Yay. Christine Daae was Sarah Brightman. With the alternate... For I believe it was two shows. I think it was a matinee and an evening performance. Was Patty Knorr. You said the poem like you're a liar. <laughs> Please. <clears throat> Raul was Steve Barton. Carlotta was Judy Kay. Madam. Jury. No, that's not it. Madam Jury is Leah Martin. Layla Martin. But she was further down the list. <gasps> Monsieur. Giles was Chris Grona, Gronadal, Gronendal, Gronadal, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and Richard was Nicholas Wyman, and Meg Giri was Elisa Heinsen. Per now, let's talk about the only way I will consume this show. The only way that I will consume Phantom of the Opera. Is the 25th anniversary Royal Albert Hall uh, concert version with Sierra Boggess and, and Ramin uh, Caramelo? Yes. Yes. No. 
Agreed. I'm, I'm, it's I'm so good. It's so good. I randomly will just look up their masquerade. Their masquerade's insane. It's also like a hundred, almost a yeah. hundred people. Yeah, on stage, like, it's so like kind of insane. Yeah. Um, the monkey costume. Love her. Love Christine's dress in that one. Um. Words. I yeah, that's the only one I listen to. Yeah. So it's not the movie. But I, I I am uh much like many people I am violently infatuated with Ramin Caramelo. So He just posts posts TikToks of him working out now. Well it's because he's in a boxer musical. There's that too. Yeah. But also With one of the other girls that he was in Funny Girl with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> I kinda wanna see it and I'm like, what does that say about me? Um but he's a beautiful singer. He, he, he really is a beautiful singer. But also, Sierra Bognes is insane. She was, as according to Andrew Lloyd Webber, his favorite Christine. Yeah, easily. And he was married to the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, there was a time that they were going to do a production. It was in Paris. I don't know if it was the Paris Opera House, but I know it was in Paris. And they were going to do it in French. And Sierra Bogus was going to be Christine. And the theater burned down. And then she was like, oh, that's the Phantom. And like, they, she just went and did her next project. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Actually, I remember that being in like the news. It was a big thing. Yeah. They're like, the show, the theater that's supposed to have Phantom burnt to the ground. And I was like, well, here's <laughs> your sign. What? <laughs> um, so, let me tell you why I was afraid of Phantom when I was younger. The music. No. The acting? Oh, I'll tell you. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so, I, it was Halloween, and I was going trick-or-treating, and I saw a man get murdered in front of me. <laughs> 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 it honestly would explain a lot <laughs> and he was dressed up as Carlotta and no, um, he was, so um, you're such a fucking idiot yes so <laughs> I was going trick or treating and I went over to my grandmother's house granny not granny Peg mm-hmm. and there was a news thing happening and I get looking back I guess that they were doing a story on the Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. And I remember them touring through the theater and it looking really creepy because it was like all the lights were off. They were backstage. Like it was, you know, creepy. And at the end, the woman was like, this is so-and-so for whatever news. And she like, we'll see you later. And she walked off screen. And then the Phantom like ran across the like camera like after her and I thought for years that that woman had died. <laughs> it's a shame she's never been seen from since. Um Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Now speaking of the cast, who would you be in the show? <laughs> uh okay, so um there's two answers. Like always. There's yes. the the accurate answer and the the one I want. Yeah, who do you want to be? I want to be Carlotta. Okay. <laughs> like, that's the best character in the whole musical. Correct. Uh, but who I really am is Madame Jerry. Correct. Yeah. 
Now. I've made my peace. <laughs> I've made my peace. I looked over and saw her and I made peace with that. Yeah. What about you? I'd be Carlotta. Yeah. I'd be Carlotta. I'd want to be Carlotta. There's a, is She's amazing. There's a whole song where people reassure her that she's talented. Y'all don't think I need that? <laughs> it's beautiful. And it's like the end of an act. Close, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the penultimate song. Just a giant clock. Pendulum. Anyway. Yeah. Oh my god. Force. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. We've talked about all that. How long's it been? 42? Nope, that's 24. <laughs> I'm looking at it upside down, everybody. Come on, public school. <laughs> all right. We're actually... We've talked about a lot. We've discussed a lot. And we felt a lot already. But are we ready to feel more? Honestly... Okay, so y'all all know Phantom, hopefully, at this point. And that's not my fault if you don't. So, spoiler alert. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a prologue. Yes. We're here. Yeah. We're in the Majestic. Somehow, we got tickets to Phantom of the Opera. We talked about going to see it while we were in New York. We talked about it. We did discuss it. And then it was immediately shot down by me. And the pandemic. It is the year 1919. This is after the Titanic sank. Yes. A tragedy. Yeah. I can't wait to do Titanic the musical. I actually don't know any of the music from it. We're in the Paris Opera House. Mm. And there's an auction. Yes. For old things. I'm a part of it. The old opera house, like props and things. And like... Like, the banner, the posters from, like, old shows and shit, yeah. Which is wild. What's, like, okay, so they just did Broadway, like, Flea Market Week. Yeah. Is there, like, a, is there, like, a thing that you're, like, if I saw that, I would bid on it? Because there are, like, a couple of props from, from shows that would definitely be cool. Like, shows, costumes, like, set pieces. Um... I want the turntable from Hamilton. <laughs> Glinda's wand. Glinda's wand is up there. Alphabet's broom. Okay. Or the clock. the The bubble. The bubble. Uh, the bubble. The bubble. Glinda's bubble. <laughs> uh, I want the robe from Joseph. No. Oh. Um. From Aida. Okay. Um. I want, I want one of the flowers from Hades Town, mm. which it was on, which apparently was on sale. One of them was, and it was signed by Reeve and Ava. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, what other good Broadway shows that I love that I would? I want one of the chairs from Come From Away. I want Miss Seeley's pants. <laughs> Please. Um. You know, I bet Sweeney Todd razors would like sell well. Oh, for things. sure. Do you think they're deadened, or do you think they're like real razors? Like if they were props from the show, yeah, they're dull. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think that they're like. I don't know. They might have like resharpened them for like to sell, and they're like, mm. <laughs> kill your best friend today. with Sweeney Todd props. <laughs> like you know, um, that would be wild. That'd be funny. It'd be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> or uh, I would want um, 
the harp from Into the Woods. Okay. Just something random, like a random prop from that, or Milky White. No, I don't want. That'd be terrifying. Like, imagine three a.m. Like you're getting water. <laughs> you turn over Milky White, staring at you. <laughs> it justifies the beans. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. She belted that. She did. She ate, and it was amazing. No beans left. Okay, so in the audience mm-hmm. of the auction, yes, is Raul mm-hmm. Viscount Raul. Viscount? Viscount. Viscount. Viscount? I got there. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> like, yeah, that's what the fuck I just said. Did that's I like... fucking start? No, you didn't. Wow. You know, I am an educated person. I try my best. There are words that y'all don't know how to pronounce. Fuck off. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's why I let you get there. I was like, he knows. Raul purchases lot 665, which is a paper mache music box Mm -hmm. with a little monkey inside of it. Yay! He says that it appears exactly as she said and the next slot is 666. The devil's number. And it's the chandelier. The broken chandelier. Yes, and the chandelier is on the stage. And they're like, hey, this is the chandelier and we've um fixed it with wires so that it will light up so that you could see what it would look like if it were to functionally work and they light it and immediately the overture starts yeah and the but we're going back in time now yeah there's a it's time travel involved i'm so sorry and so the chandelier raises back up into the audience above yeah. the audience in the majestic and the show starts. Effectively, the flashback starts, which is the year 1881. And they are rehearsing an opera. Carlotta is rehearsing an opera. Correct. And we love Carlotta. Carlotta can do no wrong. Spoiler alert, she's one of the few who comes out of this pretty unscathed. Yeah. There's some mental trauma there, but we can work through that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so this is rehearsal. And while she's rehearsing one of her arias, because she is the prima donna, she is, like, the lead of the... Um, opera. The lead of the opera, but what am I thinking of? Like, the not the troupe. I I guess. She's the lead. Anyway. Yeah. Um, part of the backdrop falls down. And <laughs> instantly, uh, superstition sets in. And there are these three women who are like, it's the Phantom of the Opera. And they're like... You don't have lines, don't speak on stage. Um, Literally. <laughs> me. Um, and so the there are new owners to the theater. It's Furman and Andre. And they're like, no, this is fine. It's not, it's just a thing that happens. It's not a phantom. And Carlotta's like, fuck this. I didn't sign up for this. I'll be in my dressing room. And she has every right. Yeah. She has every right. And so she's like, Call me when this gets fixed. Now, Madame Jury, BJ, is the opera's ballet mistress. So you know she's got one of those canes to hit kids with. Um, Dreams. <laughs> and she very clearly comes off as, like, one of those people who, like... She's very much, like, not the head of the theater, but, like, what she says goes. Um, and, like, 
has very well been established in this theater as like she she's probably like she probably like creeps into the wall and is just a part of the theater like she's like that embedded in it yeah part of the ship part of the crew a little a hundred percent she's yeah. part of the proscenium yeah <laughs> um she's like what about christine Daye? She's a chorus girl who can sing Carlotta's part until Carlotta decides to come back. It's only fine. Okay. And she says that she has been well taught a secret tool we'll use in about five minutes. Yes. Um, and, okay, so Christine is a chorus girl and she's orphaned. She has sans parents. Correct. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. The only other option is to cancel this sold-out show. So they're like, mm, okay, cool. Now, then Christine comes out, and they're like, we have to hear you sing. Like, that's, let's hear you sing. So she starts singing, Think of Me. BJ, what do you think of me? <laughs> Medium. Um, I think I'm skinny. Uh... Think it, so this is bizarre enough. This is my favorite song in the musical. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you could get up and leave after this. Literally, I, I have to at least make it to the beginning of Act Two. Masquerade's my favorite. I like watching Masquerade. I could care less about what they're singing. Okay, it's just a bunch of people going. Ah, I'm like, yeah, okay, great, thank you. Yeah, why do you think I have to wait until? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, even thwarping is happening while people are turning at awkward angles. Yeah. Um, no, I I love thinking me. Uh, thinking me's. Uh, it's that first moment of like uh, ingenue for uh, Christine where she finally gets to uh, become uh, as they say um, I mm-hmm. I think it shows a better range for Christine Okay. Over uh, Phantom of the Opera, the song. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but everyone's like, oh, but the high C, blah, And I'm like, she's scrouting. Yeah. But this is also like a semi-audition. Yes. If you think about it. Yes. When it, tri- like, and this is like, what I like about it is like, yes, it starts off as like, we need to know that you can actually sing this song before we put you in front of an audience. But then it actually it transitions, transitions into like, her performing it's so good it is good it's really good yeah and she sings beautifully because uh, at the beginning it's a very timid song like she's just kind of like i am not sure if this is what they want but then by the end of it she's truly giving you the, the performance that you need and it's it's a beautiful song and i sing it to myself all the time I, anytime somebody like like, like, if I get put on hold at, at work, I start singing Think of Me. Um, <laughs> so they don't forget you? Yeah, yeah, literally. Uh, the amount of times I've been interrupted mid Aria, I'm just like, okay, well, that's rude. Um, yeah, so I was calling to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> People are dying. Okay, yes, but I was about to hit the high note. Um, me. So, yeah, no, I, I love Think of Me. I think it's probably my favorite song on the musical. Okay, okay, right. But it also gets where we get introduced to uh, the Viscount Raoul as a young strapping man. Yes, he's, why is he there? Oh, he's there at the performance. Yeah, he's there, he's there to enjoy. And he's like, holy shit, is that Christine? I knew her growing up. Yeah. He's like, could it be, could it be Christine? Um, Raoul would be a cool role to play. 
<laughs> Bravo! Raul also makes it out pretty unscathed. Yeah? Yeah. We'll get to that. Spoilers. Not me. <laughs> Good luck for the rest of the episode. I just get up and walk <laughs> Um. So, he he recognizes her and he's like, I should go say hey. Mm. I didn't... <laughs> Start anyway, screaming. It was a raving success. It's better than what Carlotta did. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. But also. But also. Respect on her name. But also. It's, it's also, I think, one of those things where Carlotta has, is an established performer. Mm-hmm. And while she is talented, because she's not not talented... This is something new for the public to see. It is a fresh breath of air into the opera. Yeah. And that's also Carlotta's flaw is that she is an aging performer. She's not the ingenue anymore, but she's still holding on to it. Have y'all seen Black Swan? Carlotta is Winona Ryder. Who? Winona Ryder. You know her. She's in Stranger Things. She was in Beetlejuice. Yes. She was in Edward Scissorhands. Uh-huh. She's in a third example. <laughs> yeah. It'd be that really was, poor. That was that's like that was the third example, but yeah, she in in Winona Ryder is being replaced by Natalie Portman. Yes, and so she's yeah. like, "Did you fuck him too?" It's yeah, amazing. Um, okay, so backstage, Christine confesses to Madame Jury's daughter Meg that her singing has been inspired by an unseen man known only as the Angel of Music. And then we get Angel of Music. Pass. Angel <laughs> of Music. It, she's like some... Hide no longer. Blah, 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 blah. Tutor. Bitch! <laughs> like, there's, there are moments for bitches in this music. And I have notes for Andrew. Um, no, uh, Angel of Music is important because it's the first time you see the interactions of w- what their interactions are like between Christine and Phantom. Yeah, um, he taught her how to sing, uh, and she thinks of him as a teacher slash substitute father. Yes. Um, it's but it's very creepy. Yeah, it is <laughs> really so creepy. creepy. So that, this is why I don't much care for the plot of the show because she's like. I've been being taught by a mysterious figure for my entire life how to sing. And the Phantom is a grown-ass man. Yes. Mm-hmm. A grown-ass, full-on adult, knows-how-to-pay-taxes man. Yeah, the Phantom fully groomed Christine Dye. Correct. Yeah. And we cannot understate that enough. Yeah. 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 No, the whole musical tries to understate that. Well. I mean, it is Andrew Lloyd Webber, so... Hang on me. Uh, so, Raul visits Christine in her dressing room, and they start talking about, like, the Angel of Music stories that her father used to tell them, and she says that um, the angel has visited her and taught her to sing. And this is Little Lot. Little Lot? Little Lot. Yeah. Little Lot. Now, this is the uh, the Phantom, Correct. Because it's little... And the mirror. It's little Lottie and then the mirror. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Yes. And so, um, the the angel of music sings songs in their mind. Uh, And Raul says, you sang like an angel tonight. And she said, Father said when I'm in heaven 
child, I will send the angel of music to you. Well, father is dead, Raul, and I have been visited by the angel of music. That's not okay. Nope. Now, okay, the phantom says, insolent boy, uh, this slave of fashion basking in your glory, ignorant boy, this brave young suitor sharing in my triumph. Okay, first of all, let's just get this out of the the way. Christine is not yours. Yes, yes, correct. <laughs> Nor is she an object. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nor does she really know that you're a real person. Correct. She fully thinks at this point <laughs> that you are an entity from the beyond. Correct. And so Christina goes, Christina, Christine, <laughs> Christina goes, Angel, I hear you. <laughs> Speak, I listen, stay by my side, guide me. Angel, my soul was weak, forgive me. Enter at last, master. This girl has been fully brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, you shall know me, see why in shadow I hide. Look at your face in the mirror, I am there inside. And she looks at the mirror and the phantom is there. Yeah. And then she's in a wedding dress. Wait, is this when this happens? Right? Okay, yes. Christine mm-hmm. is drawn to there. Leads her. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, sorry. This doesn't happen yet. So, he goes, look at me. And then, this is when he drags her down into the catacombs of Paris. So... <laughs> I mean, he doesn't drag her down. She puts he, her in a boat. He does lead her down. And while he's leading her down... The, the phantom the, of the opera. The titular song occurs. It's the titular role! Now, this is the Phantom of the Opera, where he, it's very, I've never watched it in the, you know, two or three ways I've seen it, and thought that Christine was all there while that happened. It seemed very, like, hypnotized by the yeah. Phantom. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, there's the whole moment where he's like, sing for me, and, like, she's responding and, like, doing what she's being told, but, like... Even, like, there's no, like, where am I going? Like, where... There's like... no common sense. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, very, uh, very beguiling. Like, come, little child, dance in the woods with me. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> sure. Yo, Never what did I say? Yeah. All right, weird, mysterious mushroom man. Gone forever. Um, Bye, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> That fucking TikTok of that fern that was waving. And she was like, Maria, no! <laughs> Literally, Christine and the Phantom. Yeah. Now, one thing I do like. This is... Now, y'all. Excuse me. If y'all thought that the chandelier was spectacle, this fucking song is spectacle. Yes. Because there's a full-ass boat in water on stage. Mm-hmm. And then chandeliers come out of the water and they're on fire. Yep. It's insane. What? It's insane. Should we go see it? No. Okay. Maybe. When? When? When are we going to see it? The day we get there. Though I would ra- I want to see a strange loop no matter what. Well, okay, anyway. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, the Phantom yeah. of the Opera. Yeah. And he's like, um, in dreams he came to me. <laughs> And now it's in it. The voice which calls to me and speaks my name. The Phantom of the Opera is here. Yeah. Inside my mind. Inside, outside your mind. 
outside your brain. So, you know, most people only know, like, the first two verses oh. of the, the song. But there's, there's like, because it's, like, Phantom... Um, is it Christine that starts it out? Yes. Yeah, because it's Christine. Sing once again with me, our strange duet. My power um, over you grows stronger, stronger yet. And, and though you turn from me to glance behind, the Phantom of the Opera, blah, 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 is there inside your mind. Uh, and then usually most people go into the, he's there, the phantom. But there's a whole nother fucking verse that he sings. Yes. Now, there's also another verse that Christine sings, yes. too. Which is wild, because she kind of acknowledges what's been going on. She goes, those who have seen your face draw back in fear. I am the mask you wear. It's But then the phantom says, it's, it's me, me they, they hear. hear. So, like... It's wild. Has she met the Phantom before? Has she not? Has she actually seen his face? Because he's wearing a mask, everybody. The Phantom's wearing a mask. Yes, it's a half mask. Uh, but Which, fun fact, the woman who does the Phantom makeup has been there since day one. And she has done every single Phantom's makeup. That's wild. Yeah, and she's losing her job in February. <laughs> That's what it's. That is a factual statement of what is happening. Why'd you have to say it? <laughs> yep, and she's losing her job in February. So. <laughs> Downsizing. Um, they're, they're letting super. him put on a, a, a vino lotion <laughs> before the show. Anyway, in uh, one combined, the Phantom of the Opera is there inside my your mind. Yeah. Beware the Phantom of the Opera. And all your fantasies, you always knew that man and mystery were both in you. Gross. Okay. And in this labyrinth where night is blind, mm-hmm. I this lyric ate. Because that's amazing. What a way to say it's dark down here. Yeah. And like, <laughs> dark, dark. Girl. In in this labyrinth where night is blind, the phantom of the opera is here inside your mind. And then she's standing and he's standing behind her. And then he starts yelling for no good reason, sing to me. And so she starts singing. And then she's singing higher and higher. And he's like, sing! And she just keeps sustaining note after note. And I want to say that the last note that she hits is an E, like a yes. high E. Yeah. It's recorded. She doesn't always have to hit it. Correct. Which is wild. First of all, it's wild that... Okay, here's what's wild to me. Is that, one, it's recorded. Two, she has an alternate. Which, she needs one. Yeah. Christine needs an alternate. But let's let this bleed over into... Elphaba has to hit every note live and doesn't have an alternate? Mm-hmm. Where is that? Make that make sense to me. Well, that's why that show is a vocal destroyer. Correct. Um, I mean, but we are seeing it more and more. Leah has an alternate for Funny Girl. That was probably in her contract, though, was to have an alternate. And, I mean, I would understand Persephone, ha- not Persephone, sorry, Eurydice having one. Yeah. Yeah. Only three more nights at the end is right. Okay, so the Phantom explains that he's chosen Christine to sing his new music because he's crazy and has written an opera in the 
cellar of this opera house. Mm -hmm. In this labyrinth of the opera house. Let's talk about the architectural logistics of there being an underground labyrinth with a water entryway underneath the Paris Opera House. It's fully a catacombs. Yeah. Like, it's fully excavated part of the catacombs and turned it into a cavern. There's an organ there, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. How? Yes. Okay. So, me walking into the middle of Act 2 with a hard hat and, like, a blueprint. By all means, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) So he explains that he's chosen Christine to sing his new music. And, okay, this is where she turns and she's in the mirror and she has a wedding dress on. And he's like, I love you, but don't make it weird. And the <laughs> that's kind of what happens. Yeah. And so the mirror, the arms of the dress reach out to Christine and she faints. Mama, my heart would stop. I wouldn't faint. I would die. <laughs> Just automatic fear response. Like a fainting go. Just boop. I'm dead. Uh, yeah, so she faints from shock. I mean, it couldn't have been me. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you. Would you start a swinging? My, no, my black ass would have left the moment the mirror started singing to me at night when I was a kid. I'd have been like, hell no, that's a ghost. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'd have been out years ago. Please. Years ago. Could not have been me. So the angel of music. Girl, prove it. <laughs> But really, Get out of here. Ain't no, that's a demon. I don't know her. Mm. I don't know her. So, Nurse! Me. Oh, wait. Hold on. I have a funny story. So, BJ is referencing... The Notebook. The Notebook. The movie where she screams, Nurse, at the end. Because that's going to be me when I grow up one day. It's me now. And so, <laughs> one of my friends went and saw one of the, like, workshop performances of The Notebook a musical Mm -hmm. that's happening that's being written by Ingrid Michaelson, the music at least. And during intermission, one of the people in the audience was complaining. They're like, this is horrible. This is nothing like the movie. I demand to talk to whoever wrote this. And Ingrid Michaelson stood up and was like, hi, I wrote the music. (laughs) I said, what happened? And he said, I went to the bathroom. I had to pee. And I was like, I would have pissed myself just to watch what happened. (laughs) Absolutely. You better tell me there was not a bottle around somewhere. <laughs> anyway, we she faints, and he goes, I have something for this, and starts singing Music of the Night. And so, it's a nice song, not this, in the context of this, the show. This is the, uh, this is the good guy um, audition piece, audition piece yeah. from the musical. Um, and so, hey, this is his, like, Christine, why don't you understand that, like, I love you, like, come down here with me song. Yeah, I, the, I've, I love you, I've done everything for you because I love you, can't you understand that? I can understand that and still not want to be with you. Uh, period, you creep? What? Uh, okay, so. Just, I hate Phantom. Now, I'll remind you that we're in the catacombs of Paris right now. As I say this next sentence. The Phantom starts composing music on his organ. Okay. Christine wakes up to the sound of a monkey box and says, I remember. Or sings, I remember. Now, this is the monkey box that rule, I rule. (laughs) 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 I love this new character. Who is it? (laughs) (laughs) That Raul purchased legally at an auction 
at the beginning of the show. Do y'all remember that? BJ, do you remember? I remember. Christine remembers and sings I remember. That was before the flood. I remember. I remember. <laughs> That's how we got the water down in the catacombs. So she sneaks up to the phantom and takes his mask off. Snatched. Wig. Gooped. <laughs> yeah. She said it was a 10 minute quick drag and he only did half his face. <laughs> Now wait. She said, reveal yourself, and then snatched it off his face. I would pay for that phantom. I would. And it's RuPaul under the mask. It's Michelle outside of makeup. It's the hilarious drop. Russ Matthews. Hilarious Ross Matthews. Okay. Now, I love the way that this is... This is... It's it's worded. Because I might have ghost wrote this on Wikipedia. (laughs) It says... It says... (laughs) It says... She slips behind the phantom. Lifts his masks. And beholds his disfigured face. I love that you think that's hilarious. Like, I love that that's to you. You're like, yeah... She walks up behind him, and she takes off his mask, and is like, oh my god, he's disfigured. And you're like, that's comedic. That's pure comedy. That's, like, nothing better has been written. Like, I love, I love that for you. Like, that is hilarious to me. <laughs> you're like, he's disfigured? Ha! Like... <laughs> Hey, so we, we here hit- at Booze and Broadway are constantly learning um, and growing because I can't fucking stop eating. So. <laughs> okay, so he yells at her for being ableist. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And then ruefully expresses his longing to be loved. Again, not the way to go about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After you kidnapped her. <laughs> this is my favorite episode. <laughs> it just is. <sighs> he's like, but what? he's like, bitch, why did you rip my mask off? But wait, I love you. <laughs> Sir, I don't, I don't have a neck brace for this emotional whiplash. You've got to calm down. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> he is mentally ill. <laughs> okay. And beholds his disfigured face. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> okay, one of, okay, listen. I don't really watch Family Guy anymore. Unless it comes across my TikTok. But one of my favorite jokes that they ever did was they, they like, flashed to Peter watching Phantom of the Opera. And he just yells out in the middle of the show, take your mask off so I can go home. And that's. That's how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Y'all, I'm fucking weak. Okay. <laughs> so he sings Stranger Than You Dreamt It. Yeah. Which I have never heard. It's not bad. Okay. I do recommend listening to the whole show. Specifically, specifically the Royal <clears throat> uh, Albert Hall. 
production. I, <clears throat> I'll be fair. I don't like Phantom. I bought that recording. Yeah. Like the the DVD copy of it. It's so good. If you want to consume it with the best Christine, watch it. It is a concert version though, so yeah. please like go into it with that. Okay. I think that's why I like it the mo- the best. Is that I'm it's like, not spectacle? Because I don't have to. Do- well, I mean, it is spectacle because it's the. Well, yeah. It's the the big um, screen yeah. backdrop, which was sick <laughs> when it happened. Um, but I mean, it's it's a little. It's not as spectacle as the actual musical. Yeah. Somebody, when they announced that it was closing, was like, I can't wait for a college black box t- uh, to do Phantom and see if the score holds up. And I was like, drag them. So, after he sings Stranger Than You Dreamt It, I did not write this. Moved by pity, Christine returns the mask to the Phantom. And he takes her to the above world. Yeah, the, to the human the world. The surface dwellers. <laughs> The day walker. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we needed to do a long episode. We we needed to get into the meat of an episode. It, I just think it's funny that, it, that it's the musical that we both equally hate. Oh, God. I think the only musical that would have been worse was Cats. Um, <coughs> which everyone should know that that was my other spooky season suggestion. Which I, I laughed so hard at. <laughs> it's terrifying. Okay. Meanwhile, Joseph Bouquet, Bouquet, Bucket. <laughs> Joseph, we're going with Joseph. We've accepted and approved bouquet. Joseph for the rest of the show. It is Bouquet. Is that what I said first? Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> okay. You said Bucket? <laughs> bucket! We'll do it live. Okay, so. Oh, he's the chief stagehand. Mm-hmm. He starts telling all the chorus girls at rehearsals of the opera ghost and his 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 magic lasso. This is a secret tool that we will use momentarily, really. Okay. Madame Jury comes in and she's like, you better put respect on the Phantom's fucking name or he will kill us. Do you understand? Do you understand? He will kill us. And they sing mag- magic lasso. Okay. There, this... Is probably my favorite part of Act One, is notes and prima donna. Yes. Which coincide with each other. So the Phantom starts sending notes to the opera house, the owners of the opera house. And he's like, hello, I own this opera house. Do you think they initialed them so he saw that they saw it? Or like a certified mail letter kind of thing? No, like when uh, the director gives an actor notes. That's funny. Yeah, thank you. Okay. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um... So, so then the Phantom sends them notes and he goes, hey, I own this theater and I wrote a musical that you're going to put on. Now, here are some caveats to it. Christine is the lead and Carlotta is the silent paper page, boy. Page boy. Page boy. And, and that's all there is to it. And also, you will start paying me money and also leave box five open. Correct. And that's... Uh, <laughs> my elbow just popped. Yeah, I was like, his bones are breaking. Um, that's what I get for The skeleton's laughing. hatching. <laughs> I must escape. So, and they're like, and they immediately turn to Raul and go, did you fucking write this? Did you do this? It's very much a, so it's your fault kind it's of thing. It's your fault. No, it's not. Yes, it is. 
And I think for a second they think Carlotta wrote it. And she's like, I didn't fucking write it. I'm just the lead. And why the fuck? I'm not going to do that. And she goes, also, I thought I was the prima donna of this opera. What the fuck is going on? And they're like, don't worry. We're not going to listen to him. Oh, and the Phantom says, if you don't do these things, a, a accident worse than your imagination will happen. Okay. So... They, Carlotta goes, am I going to be the voiceless page boy? And they go, no, you're going to sing. You're going to go out there and you're going to sing. And she goes, okay. So at the premiere of the Phantoms show, everything's fine until Carlotta's voice starts acting up because the Phantom cast a spell on her because now we have magic. Mm-hmm. He probably put something in her little sprayer thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. she's always using. So, I did like the way I like the movie's way of explaining that, uh, rather than be like the Phantom has magic. Ooh. Like in the movie, they're like, "Nah, he like poisoned her." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he gave that bitch laryngitis. Damn, damn, damn. So Furman rushes to f- diffuse the situation by announcing to the audience that Christine will take over in the starring role. It's too late. Um, and while they're doing that change of getting Christine ready, they're going to ba- bring the ballet up and like From entertain the crowd. From Act 3, please. Um, so, Joseph Bouquet falls out of the catwalk hung by a good magic lasso. What? You said hung. I said good for him. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, uh, he was, um, killed by, um, a, a, a noose. He was hanged. Yeah, he was hanged. Yeah. Yeah. By an unknown mysterious entity who definitely did not prey on Christine Daae and write a whole song about it. <laughs> He's not real. We can say the Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna hurt you. You don't know that. <laughs> He's here, the Phantom of the Opera. It's June. So, okay. So, Mayhem erupts. Rightfully yeah, I mean, so. I would actively, like, could you imagine you're just doing your Ronde Jams because you're like, oh, fuck, they made us do the ballet now. I have one slipper on, but fuck it, whatever. Right. And all of a sudden, a dead body just, like, falls down in front of you. Does the audience think it's part of it? That's the thing, because this is a new opera. Um, I mean, from the reaction of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like me being like, that's weird. I don't know what that has to do with the plot, but like, well, to be fair, we're moving the ballet up from Act Three. We don't yeah. know what was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying it works if you're trying to put a like spin on it. So Christine and Raúl escape to the rooftop, and she says, "I met the Phantom." Mm-hmm. Okay. Raul is skeptical, but promises to love and protect her and sings All I Ask of You. Say you'll love me one day, one lifetime. I love that song. Anywhere. I was going to say it's the anywhere. It's so good. Okay, so the Phantom, who overhears this conversation. Who's Raul um, in the. You know him. The name like is coming to my head is like Hadley, and I'm like that's not it. Um, Bradley, no. Um, Isn't it the guy who's in Stranger Things right now? 
the um the uh the guy the J Jonathan uh it's not Jonathan Bailey it's um <sighs> who am I thinking of? You're thinking of the guy from Stranger Things who's in um oh no it's Patrick Wilson. Yes, Patrick Wilson. Who's in Insidious. Yes. Yes. And he was in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And he's in the Conjuring movies. Tragic. Okay. Anyway. He swears the Phantom, not Patrick Wilson, swears revenge on Christine and Raul, okay? And he sings All I Ask of You, and he cuts... The chandelier, and the chandelier falls over the audience. That's the end of Act 1. Yes, the All I Ask of You reprise. Intermission! God bless. So, all of that has happened in like an hour. Can you believe? No! Because it's insane. Yeah. That's a lot. And I, the thing is, is that someone's... Angela and Weber goes, what do you guys think? And someone said, yeah. Who? Who were your friends? Name two. I'll wait. What he wrote first. What did he write first? What was his first thing? What did he write? Did he write cats before this? Oh, God. was this first? Know. You know, they're all garbage except for Joseph. Go, 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 Joseph. You know what they say. Okay, so. Jacob! That's all I want to do. Jacob and I want to be the narrator so bad. So bad! And yellow and green and purple and gold and brown. And <laughs> okay, so, okay, are we ready? Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, act two is infinitely quicker, Mama. Then act one. I mean, it is infinitely quicker. Okay, we get. And I don't want to mince my words when I say this. One of my favorite ensemble pieces in musical theater. Easily. Easily. It's top three. I think it's this. March of the Witch Hunters. No. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say um, One, One Short, Short Day. Day. Okay. Because um, that's another heavy ensemble. Mm -hmm. And then probably Lion King. Okay. I will say that for me, is it strictly there's no solo lines? Like it's, I mean, not no solo lines, but like it's an it's ensemble, ensemble piece. I'd say this. Circle of Life. Yeah. And no specific ranking. I fucking love something about that night from Finding Neverland. Mm. It's such a bop. I have to listen to it like three times in a row when I listen to it. It's so good. I hate that show. But yeah. <sighs> it's so sad. And for what? For what? BJ, when I tell you... So that I man wept. was creepy. Jay and Barry? Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> but... Peter Pan's fucking weird. Anyway. Yeah. But I weep every time that that little, the little scarf floats in the glitter whirlwind. I know you do. Yeah, I know you do. It's I, so I remember the first time you saw it and you just like sobbed incoherently and I was like, oh God. Okay. Watch out everybody. This is the beginning of the mental illness. BJ was there at, at uh, he was at patient zero. Yeah. Anyway, six months later, we're at the opera house. And we get Masquerade. Masquerade, paper faces on parade. Masquerade, hide your face so the world can never find. Dun, 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 dun. Masquerade, dun, dun, dun. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And then 
we have a little moment in the because this is six months later. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Christine and Raul are engaged now. Mm-hmm. And then Raul kind of asks her, he's like, Christine, it's an engagement, not a crime. Like, what are you afraid of? And she's like, you will understand in time. It's like, because she's afraid of the fucking phantom yeah. coming back. Because she knows he's got something cooking up. Yeah. She knows he didn't leave. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, where's he going to go? He lives under the theater. Right. So. <clears throat> The Phantom appears at the end of Masquerade. And let me tell you, when Ramin enters in the Red Death costume... Yes! It's so hot. <laughs> yes! It is, so good. It's so good. He says, I've written a new opera, because the last one went so well. And Christine is to be the lead role. And he pulls... Christine's engagement ring from the chain around her neck and vanishes. And let me tell you, when he appears, everything fucking stops. Mm-hmm. And like the first thing that he said, it's called Why So Silent, but he's like, Why So Silent, good monsieur? It's like, it's creepy. Yeah. It's scary. It's such an entrance. It's like yeah. Dolly when she goes into the. Okay, wait. Okay. One night only. Dolly and the Phantom. Dolly and the Phantom switch costumes. So she comes out as the Red Death, and he comes out, and Dolly, (laughs) Dolly Levi's like red dress, white gloves, hat. Yeah. And all of the chorus members are doing like the teeter. (laughs) I'm just saying. It wouldn't work. People would ask for money back. Yeah. Yeah. Me. I'd laugh. I'd pass out from laughing. Like, I would be like, this is clearly a bogger, and someone has, like, tricked me. Yeah. Okay. Dale Levi. Okay, so, Raul, it says accosts Madame Jury and demands that she reveals what she knows about the fandom, because as I established earlier, she is established in this theater. Correct. She is there, she was there when it was built. Allegedly. No one knows how old she is. You're gonna ask her? Brave brave so <laughs> so she explains that the okay she must be the leader of the fan club that the phantom is a brilliant scholar mm-hmm. a magician an architect i finally get my answer on how the yeah organ got down there an inventor a composer <laughs> and was born <laughs> with a deformed face yep it's not funny. I it's, but it's so funny to you, and I, I, that's. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, it's not, not. It's, it's not, not. But you don't stop laughing. I'm sorry. I really am. <laughs> so, wait. It's the next line. The next line. Y'all, y'all can go to Wikipedia, and I can prove that I'm right. The way you just did that gave YouTube apology videos. You're like, and I'm really sorry. <laughs> It says, feared and reviled by society. Me. Relatable. Me. He was cruelly exhibited. Oh, damn. In a cage. Yeah, he was a human exhibit. I didn't know this. This is sad. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Okay, well, when I know the whole story, it's sad. (laughs) But before, it was okay. 
This is my favorite episode. Okay. <laughs> so it's not, I'm going to get three views on this episode and I'm okay with that. What was I going to say? He was cruelly exhibited in a cage as part of a traveling fair until he eventually escaped, escaped and took refuge beneath the opera house. Mm -hmm. So we're getting a lot of answers to a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, well, and it, like, it doesn't explicitly say that he moved into the opera house, uh, or, like, underneath it. it it's like, a he escaped and everyone thought he was dead. Mm. He was a scholar, a magician, an architect, loving father, mathematician, honored baker. <laughs> the list goes on and on. He's basically Barbie, okay? The, the accolades are there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Renowned poet. Yeah, it even says at one point, I think he's like, he worked for a king of, like, Prussia or something like that. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And I can't get up because I'm depressed. Bitch, same. Okay. <laughs> same. The Phantom, I, the Phantom's got me on a few things. So, but can he do this? I do a cartwheel. So, probably. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, we get a little backstory. Now, how's Madame Jury know all this? They're fucking. <laughs> okay. The way you looked at me and just said that complete seriousness, they're fucking. <clears throat> they're fucking. Like, it's not as a, like a fan theory, but like as a fact. Like, like, it's, like it's in the plot. What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> so, Raul plots to use the premiere of Don Juan Triumphant. Mm-hmm. To trap the phantom yes. and a mousetrap type contraption. Well, okay, wait, hold on. So, an idea. Hold on. Hold on. I, I think I'm getting something. So, I'd be a horrible signet designer. I'd ask for too much. So, it is spectacle though. Now, hold on. When phantom comes back, <laughs> it is themed around <laughs> the board game mousetrap. And <laughs> when we catch the phantom from the light booth, like down the side is one of those little rolling balls. And it just like titter tatters back and like flips the things. And then the little mouse cage comes down on the phantom. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I have played mousetrap before. That'd be funny. But how funny would it be if that started at the beginning of the musical and it didn't go off until they catch the It's phantom. like one of those little, uh, like, the TikTok videos where it's, like, it makes the song as it, like... Yeah. Plink, plink, plink. Ding, 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 ding. And then it's a gun and it shoots yeah. the phantom. <laughs> shoots it dead. And they're like... And they live happily ever after. <laughs> That'd be like... That's like the ending of Oklahoma that we saw that's completely different from everything else. And my favorite thing is, like, everyone was like, what Oklahoma did you fucking see? Because I've never seen Oklahoma like that. And I was like, yes. And as we say, yeah, Okay, anyway. We're going to trap the Phantom. So that his reign of terror will end. Mm. Because he knows that the Phantom is going to use Box 5. Right. Oh, and another problem... At the premiere that not only was Christine the page boy and Carlotta the lead. Someone was in box five. Yes, someone sat in his box. Honey, who hasn't? Anyway, <laughs> so. Okay. Torn between her love for Raul and her awe of the Phantom. Because she's been gaslit her entire life. We all know this. 
Christine visits her father's grave. Oh, my goodness. I remember. She And she asks advice from her father. Okay, it's a very Cinderella into the woods. Just ask the tree. Yes. Now, mind you, this came out in the same year, so they could not have known that this was going to happen. Yeah. Okay. The phantom pretends to be her, her father. father. Yeah. No, the man's fucked. The man's fucked. He's trying to be. Hey, come on. <laughs> I got some chills on that one. <laughs> yeah, because it's creepy. Yeah. Um, oh. Yikes. Oh, God. So, yes. So, he sings Wandering Child. Mm. And she's like, you know what? Maybe the phantom's right. It's... All right, Patty Hurst. Not Patty. Okay. But Raul comes there and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, you're right. I should come inside. It's kind of cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You dumb bitch. Yeah. Okay. So the phantom taunts Raul, hurling fireballs at him. Because now he can do that. The man has an organ. Renowned and... scholar. <laughs> yeah. Expert baker. Yeah. Pyrotechnician. Wood craftsman. Yeah. Uh, scuba diver instructor. That was going to be my next one. I shit you not. <laughs> he just can't get a quiche to set right. Yeah. Okay, so. Um... It's because he keeps opening the, do- the oh, door. Oh my god, yeah. yes. That's Make a souffle. Um, so. You have to bake a quiche in an oven, you twit. Yeah, but... Okay, anyway. Both of our jokes work. Anywho. Mine's Tori. So, Chris... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he hurls fireballs at Raul, and Raul counterspells them, because everybody has magic now. I'm kidding. Um... Until Christine begs Raul to leave with her, and he goes, okay... Not he counterspells them. I hate you. Furious. Thank you so much. The Phantom declares war on both of them. Here's what I'm going to say, and I've said it since episode maybe one. We'd have to go back and listen, and we both know I'm not going to do that. Go to therapy. Yeah. Mm. Go to therapy. Here's another problem. Get some sun. Get some sun. Touch some grass. Touch some grass. (laughs) Maybe talk to somebody else besides the creepy mirror in your catacomb. I'm just saying. Who knows? I do. Go to therapy. (laughs) I don't know a lot of things, and the things I know I only know halfway. But go to therapy. Okay. Don Juan premieres with Christine and Pianji, the house tenor, mm-hmm. in case y'all were wondering, singing. <sighs> okay, during their duet, <gasps> we realize that the Phantom is Pianji. And Pianji is the Phantom. I don't know how it happened. He killed Pianji. Yes. Did he? Well, no, he just like, replaces him. Judo Chop! Well, actually, no, he does kill him. Pianji! Well, because like, he warns him earlier in the, the musical that he needs to lose weight because it's not healthy. And then, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think he gets got and then replaces him. Okay. Like, I think he, like, when he declares war, I think he 
Poor Pianji. I mean, people shouldn't be murdered. Yeah, sure. But he also enabled Carlotta and her horrible treatment of other people. So I'm Team Carlotta. I am Team Carlotta. Comma, however. Yeah, you you can still be a bitch. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. So okay. Oh oh oh. Okay, hold on. In like two sentences, yeah. we realize Pianji's dead. Yeah. Okay. I just like talking about theories because I don't know. Y'all know I don't know. <laughs> so. Again, I've never pretended to be anything I'm not on this show. Skinny. (laughs) So, we sing The Point of No Return. Do you know The Point of No Return? Yes. You're here to talk about it. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, you meant the song. Um, (laughs) Yeah, everyone has a point of no return. Oh, Oh, God. Me too. What is... Wait, what is the fucking... Point of no return. What does it, what does it sound like? I I can see the words. I can't hear the song because I have which is a wholly different song. Um, Past the point of no return, no backward glances. Our game of make believe are at an end. Past all though off, if or when, no use resisting. Abandon thought and let the dream descend. What raging fire shall flood this soul? What rich desire unblocks the door? What sweet seduction lies before us? The Phantom has lost it. Yeah, it's, and that's saying it's something. It's like a, a, a well, say it's a villain song, obviously, but it's like a, a, a when the villain is when the hot villain is like covered in blood and they're singing their "Come Hither" song at you, mm-hmm. like their seduction "Come Hither." That's this song. Uh, it's like the last ditch attempt to win you over. Um, but also, like, Christine's terrified. Yeah. This whole time. Because I feel like she absolutely, like, 100% knew who it was. Yeah. Because, like, they're very different people. Uh, 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 Pianji and, um... The Phantom. Phantom. So, like, the moment he came out, like, the audience was probably, like, eating it up. Yeah. And she was like, oh, bitch, we gotta go, yeah, put it return is good, but it's the, it's the it much like the title of the song. It lets you know that this is the point of no return. There is no redemption. Yeah, for the Phantom, and there is no redemption for Phantom and Christine, uh, in their very unhealthy relationship. Mama, okay, so Christine removes his mask and reveals his deformed face to the horrified audience. Stop! Okay. You started it. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, this I... is Booze and Broadway. BJ's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> it's Karina. <laughs> okay. So, exposed, lying naked on the floor. I'm all out of weight. I'm already, already gone. Torn. What'd you say? Torn. I'm already torn. I'm all out of what? I'm all out of faith. I'm already torn, cold, and I'm awake, lying naked on the floor. Naked. Anyway, that's not the lines. Anyway, have I ever known the lyrics? Anyway, the Phantom drags Christine off stage and back to his lair. And this is why Christine's dress gets dry cleaned every day. Just so y'all know. Like, that dress gets dry cleaned every single day. Okay. Pianji's garroted body, he was strangled by wire, is revealed backstage and the opera house plunges it to chaos. Okay. An angry mob 
wanting vengeance for Bouquet and Pianji, search for the Phantom. Madame Giri tells Raoul how to find the Phantom subterranean lair. Madame Giri. Madame Giri. You could have helped a while ago. Yeah. But she also was like, I'm out of my own goddamn business. Literally. Literally. I mean... I mean... Okay. Hi. So, she says... This is how you get to his lair. And beware the magic lasso. And it says, keep, keep your, your hands, hands at the level of your eyes. Yes. Make sure nobody can strangle you. Did not understand that when I first saw Phantom. I was like, keep your hands at the level of your eyes. Girl, what is supposed to be like this? Like, he's going to be blind. Like, like I fully thought he just supposed to have Like, in front of his eyes? In front of his fucking eyes. I was like, that's weird. And then I realized, like, I was like, maybe 16. And I was like, oh, shit. If your hands are at the level of your eyes, you can't be strangled because you're able to push out. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Mind blown. You got it. But this is also the same person who watched Hercules and didn't realize that when they say someone call I-X-I-I, it was Roman numerals for 911. I was 19 when my little brother explained that to me. It's so funny. Hilarious. Moving on. Okay. In the lair, the phantom forces Christine to wear a wedding dress. <laughs> now, kid. Now, kid. <laughs> now, kid. Um, and Raul comes down and is ensnared in a lasso because men don't listen. Men don't listen. Okay. The phantom offers Christine an ultimatum. Stay with me and I'll let Raul live or Raul will die. Those are the two options. Yep, that's the ultimatum. <laughs> okay. Like, what kind of crazy person? Me. Well, I mean. I've been there at the bottom of the catacombs in Paris, giving multiple people multimatums, because, mama, that's the only way I get people to listen to me. And that's not healthy. It's not. It's not at all. <laughs> So, Christina tells the Phantom that he is not alone, and they kid. Christine. Okay. So, having experienced kindness and compassion for the first time. Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. They say this on almost every murder podcast I listen to. A lot of people have bad childhoods. Mm -hmm. They don't go around killing people. Yep. I mean, that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. Y'all can pause and digest that on your own time. Welcome back. The Phantom frees Raul. Yay, Raul's okay. So he also tells Christine that he loves her and she tearfully exits the lair with Raul. Okay, good. So the Phantom lets them go. Or does he? Okay, so as the angry mob closes in, the Phantom huddles in his throne beneath his cloak. Weirdo, you know all these catacombs and you're going to hide under the main room in your house. Mm -hmm. Stupid. Meg is the first to enter. Meg doesn't really say a lot in this show. I mean, most of what she says is to Christine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She approaches the Phantom's throne and pulls away his cloak only to find his mask. He's gone. He's gone. It's over now. The music of the night. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba. 
I had more fun than I thought I would. <laughs> I, I, so, like, there's a lot of issues with this musical, right? Yeah. Um, the plot is insane. Yes. It's creepy. Go on. And not creepy in a, ooh, a ghost. It's creepy in a, oh my god, he's grooming her. Yes. Um, you just, if, Christine is a little dumb. Um, Raul, bless his heart, just putting up with it. Um, so, Justice I, for Raul. If I was trying to date someone and they're like, oh, well, my father slash secret lover. Slash ghost. Slash ghost. Does it, gr- bye. <laughs> what? That sounds 8,000 pieces complicated. Get okay. out of here. But me, I'm like, I can fix them. <laughs> no, no, I don't have the time. I can't me fix to the phantom. I, I can fix you. I can't fix me, much less fix someone else. Like, get out of here. Mama, if I fix somebody else, I don't have to fix myself. Mama, we're not broken, so we don't need to be fixed. We um, are farmers. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's just a lot. There's the music... Because it's like a rock opera, that was the whole thing. Is that this music was like electric guitars and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but. The original score that's currently used on Broadway is a 27 piece orchestra. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's a whole orchestra. That's a whole ass. It's like I think hate, uh, most, most hang around 12. Mm-hmm. 12 or 16. Phantom and Wicked, I know, have huge orchestras. That's crazy. 45 pieces for the 25th anniversary. I'm telling y'all, go watch it. It's it's, it's good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, but man, what a, the plot is just not great. But also, it's very indicative because it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. The man's a creep. Um, yeah. So, there's that. Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, the the revamped production uses a 14-piece orchestra. Good. Good. Yeah. You know, where it makes sense. Goodness. Now, there's a... Hello. There's a sequel prequel... Love Never Dies. Called Love Never Dies. It's a sequel. It is, but it feels like a fucking prequel. Um, Drag them. It's not great. The diehards love it. Yeah, um, but I it just was not a fan. Wasn't a fan. It couldn't be me. <clears throat> okay. BJ, did you have fun? I had a great time. Spooky season? Yeah. Spooks. It's October. By um, the end of October, we'll be in New York. Yeah. That's crazy to me. That's isn't it? Isn't it just? When we come back, we'll have we'll have episodes. More episodes. When we come back... We'll have an Anne Julia episode. It might be season five. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be season five. It'll be season five. I believe in us. I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles! (laughs) Anyway, I hope y'all had fun. I know I did. It was good to do, like, a full show. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Guys, um, please, if you're going to listen to Phantom, listen to the 25th uh, Royal Albert Hall version. Um, watching, if you're going to watch it, watch. try to find clips of Masquerade, but also the movie version of Masquerade is really good as well. 
Um, cause it's a movie, they can do whatever they want. So, um, there's that. Um, look up Sarah Brightman cause she's pretty fucking insane. Uh, watch Sarah Brightman. I think it was the Tonys that year. Watch that. That's good. I think it was 88 or 89. Um, 88. Yeah. Yeah. And then watch Sierra Bogus. Yes. Watch Ramin. He's really the only phantom I care about. Yes. Um, um and then, um, there is a, um, oh my god, Emily Calcachu is the first black Christine. Calcachu. That is not her name. No, that's all I thought when you said that. Uh, she is playing Christine. We'll probably end the show. Yeah, yeah, she's the Christine. first black Christine ever. So, which is like. Yeah, Norm Lewis was a phantom at one time. Yeah, y'all, that was wild. Good for he was her. Good. He did it with Sierra on Broadway, which mm-hmm. was really good. Anyway, I hope you had fun. Which is so funny because wasn't he also her father in The Little Mermaid? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the relationship tracks, honey. Guys, like, comment, and subscribe. Eh? Yes, please like, comment, and subscribe. Eh? As also buy my merch if you want to. Yeah, buy the merch. I need to buy the merch. You do need to buy the I merch. I don't have... I need one. I don't have a shirt. I want to... I think I want a sweater. We need one so that we can wear it in New York. Yeah. Okay. We will talk to you later, guys. Yes. Like a person who's drunk too much in the end of every show. It is time to black out.